coffee with Kimbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just had a really good meeting with the guys. Um, also, I, I think, I don't know if anyone else on the cruise, uh, I, I, I think Conrad might have gotten me a little bit of sick, so I've got, like, the sniffles and stuff, but, uh, powering through, having, uh, having a good time. Had a great time with the family yesterday, um, but, uh, yeah, I just wanted to let everyone know that, uh, I am creating and have created collateral damage. Yeah, it's happened. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to use a little bit of the, the ship. Um, thank you, my friend. Man, Des, we got to get together. I, I need you, brother. Um, also, Des, I don't know if you, you, uh, um, no, no, I'm starting a new band. So, uh, if you're down, just saying. Um, but yeah, I, I had this idea of collateral damage. And the reason why I'm saying damage with kind of a hesitation is, you know, let's go back to the ship. Uh, as the ship moves through the water, it creates a what? It creates a wake. So if you imagine your life as a boat, if you imagine your life as a, a ship, you are going to be disrupting. Hey, bro, how are you doing? How are you doing? Um, man, we need to connect. You are such a bright spirit. And, and Lloyd told me you guys are going on the cruise. Oh, it's going to be so fun. Um, but you are your own ship. And it's moving through life. And it's creating a wake. And it's disrupting other people. Um, it's, it's causing other people to maybe take notice. Um, and so I, I had this idea of this, this, well, am I just creating collateral damage? And, and that's not actually the case. It's, it's collateral damage, collateral consequence, because if you want to learn, if you want to learn more, you're going to have to sacrifice, you know, some money. If you want to learn more, you're gonna have to sacrifice some time. So as we are being the captain of our ship also, I got this. I'm just going to show it to you guys. Oasis of the Seas. I got a scale model of the boat that we were on because it was so special to me. Um, but uh, it made me it made me realize that as I am moving through life, um, I, I, I just posted this. Uh, it said, don't be sad about the people who are no longer in your life that had an opportunity to grow with you. So we're not working this hard to stay the same. And there's a lot of people in your life who are not going to want to do the work. They're not going to want to create those waves. They're not going to understand why you're so driven and why you need to press forward, why you need to persevere, why you have such a, a passion and a purpose inside of you to disrupt the status quo. So collateral damage. Check this out. I, I hope you, I hope you realize this is going to be hard to hear collateral damage. You're going to have some relationships that don't understand you. You're going to have, have some friends that say, you know what? You've changed. You're going to have some, some family members that say you're crazy. You're going to have some family members that say, Oh, you're all about the material things only because you, you oopsed. A, a great life. You oops the money. Why? Because you are the person who does the things. And so there is collateral damage. There is 
collateral consequence. You know, I think that's probably a better thing because there's a lot of people who should not be in your life that that give you pause, that that make you wonder, are, should you be moving the way that you move? And uh, I recently had this happen. I recently had this happen. I got messaged. I got messaged by someone said, man, I'm getting really sick and tired of seeing Greg in this big suite and all those purple shirts. And I said, well, mute me, block me, unfriend me. But if you think you see a lot of purple shirts now, I'm about to create some waves. I'm going to create a lot of collateral consequence. And if, if I love what, what Dion Sanders says. He says, if my confidence stirs up your insecurities, that is not my problem. I think that I am meant to do what I do. The people that I have in my life, the people that are in the Infinity Club, the the people that the final percent has helped and the people that the final percent has has come into contact with, I am better because of them and they are better because of me. I know this. It's a it's a reciprocal thing. But if we are out of alignment, okay, that's fine. Go do you. But I'm not going to get off course of personal growth. I'm not going to get off course of my my personal growth, just to be very clear, my personal growth. And I'm going to try to captain this ship called the final percent to the best of my ability. And sometimes I'm going, I, I might be going down the wrong path. And I have strong people around me, strong people like, like April. I have, I have strong people like, like Drew who will come in and say, Hey, is this the best course? And then I have to, I have to either say, here's why we're going down this course because I love and trust them. Or I have to say, well, why don't you think it's the right course? And then oftentimes we either adjust, but I cannot tell you those people, those spectators, well, you're in the arena fighting every single day for your dreams to stay alive. Just, just not even the big dreams. Just you want your dreams to stay alive until tomorrow. You're fighting for tomorrow, not even a year from now. You are fighting for tomorrow and people have the audacity to come after you. People have the audacity to say you're wasting your time. People, okay. I don't care. I really don't. And I know that this is really hard to hear for, for some people because it might mean that you can't talk to your, your brother. You know, I don't talk to my brother because of a situation like this. I don't talk to many of my old friends because they had the opportunity to grow, but they didn't read the books. They, they didn't apply the knowledge. They didn't believe and going back to the idea of partner, you have a partner in title or you have a partner in the the action. And a lot of people say, oh, well, I'm a partner now and I, I get I get all of the money or I get the accolades. And do you know who I am because of this idea of tenure? Tenure shouldn't mean anything. Who Who are you? So get around those people who believe in the cause, believe in you, who support you, who, who lift you up, but make no mistake, the bigger your ship gets, 
the more attention that your ship gets, the more attention that you attract. We live in a negative world. People are going to attack you. You're going to, you're going to have those pirates who come after you. You're going to have those people who want to bring you down. You're going to have those people just because you are trying to captain your ship and you are on the vehicle that you have created, your spirit, your story, your voice, your dreams, your purpose, your passion, it's going to create waves. As you move through the water, the bigger your ship gets, the more people are going to attack you. But also check this out. The more you have, the more room you have on your ship. So go hang out with bigger boats. Go hang out with bigger thoughts, with bigger ideas. Go hang out with the people who, when you say, hey, I want to make $10 million this year, hang out with the people who say, why so small? Why, why not? Why not 15? I'm just curious. You know, I don't really know your business plan, but why are you not thinking just a little bit bigger? I'm just wondering how much of a stretch goal is this? Hang out with the people who believe that you're 50%, 100%, 1,000%, the person that you then you already are. Hang out with those people who think that you are 10 times the person that you already are instead of people who are mad at the person that they think you could be, should be, or are on social media. I've gotten this since I started entrepreneurship when I was, you know, a singer on stage, um, when I was, uh, I had my own karaoke company, my own production company. Um, I've gotten it when I had my studio, when my colleges and now personal growth and people always want to say, well, you, you should have done this. Well, how come you didn't bring more people with you? I did. I tried to, but I equip people. I do not counsel people. I do not console people. I equip people so that they are able to build a ship right alongside mine. They don't always have to, to get on my boat because sometimes I got to work on my boat and I got to go hang out on theirs. I want people that have a big enough boat to accommodate me. So I want you to be powerful. I remember, you know, I don't agree with a lot of the stuff that Grant Cardone says, but he did say one thing to me when uh, on uh, GrowthCon 1, the very first one. And when I got some, some time, I asked him and he said, hey, if I can teach you one thing, push power towards power. If you want to be a powerful person, find other powerful people and then you help make them more powerful. And as they become more powerful, and this, this is not just the, 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 the powerful in, uh, control and this, that. I'm talking about powerful people who can make an impact. They can, they can do philanthropic things. They can change lives. They can stand on stage. They can lead. They can help. They can do these things. We want these people to become more powerful. But the problem is, is we spend so much time in analysis paralysis. Oh, well, if I can do that, then I will stand on stage. If I can command an audience like that, then I will stand on stage. If then, if then, if then. But what we need to know is that our dreams are going to create collateral consequence. We are going to have to get rid of family members. We are going to have to get rid of friends. We are going to have to make new friends. We are going to have to take chances that we never even thought were possible and certainly would scare the bejesus out of our family. If my mom knew half of the times that I bet the farm for my dreams, that I bet the farm 
for the final percent for KMG for anything that I was doing. If, if my family truly knew the times I bet everything on me, they would poop their pants. That's just the way it goes because I learned early on that I know me the best. I know me better than my wife knows me. I know, know me better than, than anybody knows me. And that's why I can trust myself so much when I bet the farm, because I know who I am. I'm constantly trying to get better, but I, it's also not lost on me that people, I'm too intense for a lot of people. Okay, go find someone more vanilla. I also know that there's certain people who cannot risk like I, I do. Okay, that's fine. I know that there's people who risk more than I do. And low key, that I, that's a superpower that I want to figure out. How do you risk more? Like, wow. How do you believe bigger? How do you know at a, a, a deeper level in your soul that, that you cannot fail? We're here for such a finite amount of time. Why would you not bet everything on you? We're here for such a finite amount of time. Why would you care about the waves that you make. So I'll tell you right now, the, T, the TFP train is really starting up and we're making waves. After me going on a cruise, I had a bunch of people who wanted to go on the cruise and a bunch of other people who were pissed off that they were not on the cruise and a bunch of other people that were pissed off that I was on a cruise. How could you? I, I don't know, I bought a ticket, went on. And just to be clear, how, how did we go on this cruise? Believe it or not, this cruise was booked since 2019. Then this little thing, no, 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 2021, sorry. Then this little thing called COVID showed up. Um, or maybe it was before that. It was like, we booked it like right after the first cruise. So maybe someone can help me with the timeline. But I know Richard certainly could. But Richard helped us book the cruise and then COVID hit. So we had to cancel the cruise. Then everything was just kind of in limbo. Then we booked it again, and then um, uh, we had to move it because there was this crazy thing called a Conrad that, that came, and we, we can't go on a cruise if Kayla's, like, imminent, you know what I mean? And so we're trying to figure that out and all that stuff. Um, and so if we didn't go on the cruise at this moment, then we would have lost our, um, our entire deposit and everything that we had put down. But it was magical. And now there are people who have FOMO who wish they were on it. And then we have other people who are mad that I was on a cruise. Oh, okay. You know, and, you know, unfortunately, you know, I'll just like, I'll, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about Drew's business. Um, Drew and I were talking and I asked him, I said, hey, how come you're not sharing about the cruise? And he goes, I just, oh, man, the employees at KMG, I just, I don't want them to feel bad that they're not on the cruise. They should have bought a ticket. I see the stuff that they buy. I see the the lackadaisical nature that employ the way that people and employees spend their money. It's not our job to make sure. I tried that with with a few employees way back in the day to where I'd take them on every single event. And you want to know what that got me? It got me entitled people to where if I ever did anything, 
If I ever did anything with just Kayla and I, they were super pissed that they didn't come. And man, I'd pay the way. And just to be clear, Drew paid his own way. That's why he was there. That's why he was there. And just so you guys know, he bought it in 2020. When we very first announced it, he bought his ticket in 2020. So he, and he never asked for a refund, never tried. He, he literally bought his ticket in 2020 and then waited three and a half years or whatever until we went on the cruise because he's like, I'm not missing this cruise. That's why he was there. Belief and faith and trust. So if you want to not be a part of things, then be skeptical. If you want to not be a part of things, then start with the doubts. Plant the seeds of doubt. Remember, we have confirmation bias. So if you come from a negative place, if you come from a negative place, you are going to, tr you will find everything that is possible to confirm that negative outcome. And then it is a self-fulfilling prophecy. But if you say, man, this final percent thing is going to be way bigger than anything Tony Robbins did. Your belief is going to go in with my belief and it's going to go in with Drew's belief. It's going to go in with my mom's belief and Kayla's belief. It's going to go in with Derek's belief. It's going to go in with all of these people. And then what happens? All of a sudden, we achieve that because it takes all of us. All of the people and every single person on the cruise can attest to this. Magic got planted on the cruise. Magic got planted. We are connected in a way that just... It feels magical. Like this is what life is supposed to be about. This, this, this is what community is supposed to feel like. This is, this is what we, we have inside of us. And a lot of people don't realize the collateral damage that happens. You know, we were in turmoil through COVID with fighting the government and refunds and everything in, in, in KMG. And if I hadn't have gone full force into TFP, KMG would have failed. Okay, so part of the collateral co consequence of me diving into TFP was I was able to divert enough resources over to KMG to keep kids in school. That's really cool. There's been times where, where you know, to keep things moving forward, keep things moving forward, you know, Drew will be like, hey, just so you know, I'm not going to do my paycheck uh, this month. He still worked. But I want I want to make sure that we go to the next level. That's called, that's an entrepreneurship. If you think that this is easy, you're nuts. Go get a job. If you think that they're like, oh, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to, I'm not going to work for anyone else. I got to work for myself. I've got to do that. If you think that that's the plan because it gets easier, you are nuts. You got it wrong. People, people have, have made such a mistake because entrepreneurship is now sexy. Sexy. Oh, man. I'm an entrepreneur. Look how sexy I am. I instantly got cuter. I got stronger. I got sexier. Why? Because I'm an entrepreneur now. Look at me. No, no, no. The entrepreneurship came with a whole bunch of hard work. Uh, you have to learn. You still have your family off obligations and uh, you have more stress. You got to figure it out, right? There's three levels and I'll end here. You're a entrepreneur first. I want to be a business person. I want to be an entrepreneur. 
If you want the secret sauce, I'm about to give it to you. Number one, you need to identify that you want to be an entrepreneur. Now check this out here and everyone tries to skip the middle step. The middle step is the most important. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? The middle step is called intrapreneurship. Now, if anyone's seen me on stage at Renatus, I am a hundred percent team Renatus and you feel that you want to know why? Because I'm inside of their container, their business, and I need to support them. I've worked with other people on stage and I stand on stage as an intrapreneur, someone who is inside of another business that really tries to help the best I can with no ulterior motive. I want to learn. I want to contribute. I want to participate. And that's why other people give me so many opportunities. So you got to go from entrepreneur to intrapreneur. And then if you don't find a really, really good home, then you can be an entrepreneur. But if you are going to be an entrepreneur simply because you want to make money, you're wrong. You will fail. If, if that's the only thing, because <clears throat> you got to love what you're doing so much that you would literally do it for free. This is from Steve Jobs. I would, I, I, I would, I would coach people for free. I would do it. But there becomes such a demand on your time because you're so passionate about it that you're so good at what you do that people can't help but pay you. But you have to go through that middle step. I was a, I was a waiter at a place called OG's with my mom and they'd never seen a better waiter. My mom can attest to this. I was, I was all in cause I was team OG's. Then I worked at guitar center and then, uh, and then I did the karaoke thing, sang in Vegas for a little bit, but everybody who gave me the shot, I was on that team, not biding my time until I could get off the island because most people actually need to be an entrepreneur. You need to find a home. Yeah, I never wrote an order down. I'd like, I'd take a table of like 20 people and I would never write it down. And they were just like, what is happening? Um, but, but that's the big thing is most people need to be entrepreneurs. Find a home. And then when you find something that is truly yours, that you can go start and, 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 and then you're, because you served so many people for so long, when you need to leave, you're going to have real connections, a real following and real customers. That's you, you have to do it in that order. But if you're just an entrepreneur because you think it's easy, well, we already know that's wrong. If you're an entrepreneur because you think that it is, um, you have more control over your life. Well, when you start out as an entrepreneur, you're, it's like actively trying to scale chaos. That's, that's what most entrepreneurs are doing. And because they didn't, stay in the entrepreneur thing for, for long enough. They didn't learn the techniques and the strategies and they didn't create the relationships and understand what was actually going on. So they, they don't have the skills that translate to entrepreneurship. So, um, find a home, find a home and then double down, find a home and then double down. And then when you become somebody, when you become somebody, who can understand the idea of entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship, and entrepreneurship, 
then you can understand where do you fit the best? Because when you're an entrepreneur, it is your fault. Your successes, your failures, your confusion, you didn't ask for help. You're not reaching out. You're not leaning in. You're not leaning on. When you're an entrepreneur, oftentimes you are on an island if you did not spend enough time on entrepreneurship. Because there is so much that every single entrepreneur, a real entrepreneur knows and developed that they don't actually know how to teach you. You have to learn through transference. Transference is something that I learned from my choir teacher. And we had, uh, you know, the sopranos were trying to sing something. I can sing pretty high. And my friend tried to sing what they were messing up on and he kind of got it wrong. And my choir teacher was like, look, you can't do that. That's not your part. She keeps working with the Sopranos. Well, then I chime in and I start singing. She says, great. She always, she always, why do choir teachers always like, you've got to watch me. I'm telling you, every everybody who's been a part of a choir know the double clap attention thing. Um, and she, she looked at me and she said that, uh, she said, you have to learn how to learn by transference. If I just said to someone in your section right now, you can't do that. You should know that that also applies to you because you're in their section. So when you're an entrepreneur, you're learning the systems, the processes, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. But you have to have you have to have time under that so that you can figure out what you are doing. So many people in entrepreneurship, they, they move too fast and they are solely money motivated, solely money motivated. Motivate. I've got to be an entrepreneur because I need money right now. Well, you picked the wrong profession. No, I need, but you don't understand. I need to accelerate the process. Cool. Go get a job. It is hard work and you have to stay locked in and you have to work with people. You have to work on yourself and it is hard work. I love the phrase. Everyone wants to look at the work of uh, art. Man, that Mona Lisa is a work of art. Man, that, that football player is a work of art. Man, the way that they run, Usain Bolt, work of art. No, it's a work of hard. Artwork is hard work. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen. So you have to identify. Remember the, fre the, 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 the timeline on this. Identify, I want to be an entrepreneur. I'm a entrepreneur. Boom, baby. I'm a entrepreneur. Let's rock and roll. I'm ready to do this. Right after you've identified that, you go into kind of Jim Rohn mo mode. You work part-time, or sorry, you work full-time on your job and part-time on your fortune. When you're doing that, part-time on your fortune, that's your entrepreneurship. You're inside of another company and you are learning, you're diving in, you're building relationships so that when you create your own thing, you understand what's about to happen. You understand how to build. You have a community that's gonna support that move. But so many people, they wanna move so fast to I'm the captain of the boat and then they wonder why it's sinking. Well, you're alone. You have no fuel. You're not getting any better. You're not being challenged and you're not asking for help. So, recap before I leave. Remember, if you are on, again, I bought a thing of the oasis of the seas. If you have a big life, you're going to create waves. 
It's not necessarily collateral damage, but it's collateral consequence. You moving through life, you are going to create a wake. You're going to need to get rid of certain people. You're going to need to say sorry to certain people. You're going to need to ask for certain people's help. But there is collateral consequence that you are not willing to accept. If you want to know more, you are going to have to learn more. You're going to have to go to the conferences. You're going to have to identify where does all my path of business come from? Where, where, where is all my, like, for instance, I love Renatus. Renatus brings me unbelievably awesome people. I will always be team Renatus. I love those people. I'm always going to be running events because I think events are the catalyst of community and community drives absolutely everything. Not just like things like this. Yes, we're, we're talking and we're doing this, but I want to create that big wake, that big wave so that people understand, man, TFP's coming. Greg is on the way. I am making a difference. I'm not staying the same. I have to understand there is collateral consequence. There are people that had the opportunity to grow with me that didn't. And they're getting pissed off because they're starting to see the fruits of the labor. Uh-oh, labor sounds like work. A lot of you guys, and I, I said this, I said this uh, on stage, I said, uh, a lot of you guys are pregnant. You have dreams inside of you that, that you really want to give birth to. You want to stand on the stage. You want the, you want the business. You want the coaching. You want to make the impact. You want to change the world. And you're pregnant with those dreams and you want to give birth, but you're not willing to go through labor. And then what happens? You come, you come pay coaches like me to perform a cesarean. That's not the way it works. It's not the way it works. That's not, remember, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. Coaches are here to smooth out the ride. That's the biggest thing. So there's going to be collateral consequence. You're going to, you're going to mess up on where you put money, on what you think, on how you, like, I can tell you right now, if you want to know my single biggest hack, relationships, get into movement. I'm, I'm getting coached by Dan Fleshman now. I'm going to go hang out with Coach Prime and David Goggins and all that. And, uh, you know, he's already put me in touch with his PR firm. It's all relationships. Sharon Lecter changed my entire life. Tim Story changed my entire life. Coach Burt changed my entire life. But if you can look back at how I help people understand how I got here, I am super duper quick to name the people who help me discover my superpowers, help me hone my superpowers, help me install my superpowers, because I didn't do it alone. But people who skip that entrepreneurship step, because I've been an entrepreneur for Sharon's events. I've been an entrepreneur for Tim Story. I've been an entrepreneur for Sharon Lecter. I will be an entrepreneur for Dan Fleshman. I will support them. You push power towards power. I will say their name, that they are how I got here. Because it helps other people understand the importance of coaching and what those people have done for me. So it helps illustrate that I believe in what I preach. And it helps people understand that, oh, okay, cool. Greg is going to be one of my Sharon Lecters. Greg is going to be one of my Dan Fleshmans. But when people start saying, 
Hey, we did this, we did this, we did this, I did this, they did this, so I did this. The power of association, that's from freaking Sharon Lecter. The power of association. But check this out, and we'll end here. For you to have a power of association, you have to participate. For you to have a power of association, you have to have a community. For you to have a power of association, you have got to get on the move. You got to get into action. You got to believe. You got to swallow your pride. You're, if you're not getting the results that you want, you are not who you think you are. You're not who you think you are. You need to get around more people. And if you are who you think you are, let's just say you're as good as you think you are. That just means not enough people know who you are. So you got to get into action. You've got to go talk to people. You've got to go to the events. You've got to be a part of, maybe not our community, but you have got to be a part of a community. That's the entrepreneur. So now check this out. Because TFP is all of us. I am, just to be very clear, an entrepreneur in our community. And if you can understand the power of that and understand what that actually means, you'll start understanding what TFP is trying to bring to the table. We've got a big ship, which means there's a lot of people on it. But the size of our ship right now, the impact that we make right now pales in comparison to where I want to go. And I can't do it without you guys. But I will stay the course. I will stay persevering and I will always try to be the best example that I can be so that we can, again, remember, get to tomorrow. Because that's what entrepreneurs do. That's what intrapreneurs do and that's what wantrepreneurs do. It's okay to be a wantrepreneur if you want to be an entrepreneur or you want to be an intrapreneur. You're on the right track. Because what you're actually saying is, I'm willing to do the work. I'm willing to take action. I'm willing to do the work. I'm willing to participate and learn and just be a little bit better than I was yesterday. To help my family in ways that they never even thought possible. To help my friends. To be that guiding light, that, that principled example of how to not quit. How to believe in yourself. To help other people. To include other people to give high fives and handshakes instead of constantly walking around like this. We have a community that I think is the most special that I've ever seen. And of, yes, I'm biased. I really am. But it locked, it locked together on that cruise. And anybody who was on that cruise knows what I'm talking about. And we're just getting started. We're just getting started. So for all of those people out there, you're, you're going through the water. There's my little kid coming out. And you're creating waves. <laughs> and people are saying, hey, you slow down. Hey, you get off your high horse. You get off that big boat. Don't. Keep going. You're going to get attention. Not all of it's going to be good. But keep going. Don't give up. And unfortunately, you might have to get rid of family, friends, whatever, who wants to tear your dreams down. But they're your dreams. They're not their dreams. So you can't think that they fully understand. Love on yourself. And, and, and the biggest thing is never fight with this, these people. Just love on them. 
The world needs more love. So I'm not telling you try to try try to change their mind. That's not your job. Your job is your dreams. Your job is not to convince them of your dreams or convince them of their dreams. Your job is to not give up on your dreams. And if somebody from your life, because of your collateral consequence, you have built this big dream and you're, you're going through the water and you're creating waves and people are telling you to slow down, that probably means you are on the right course. If you're looking in the mirror and, and something inside of you is saying slow down, that probably means you're on the right course. You can outgrow that feeling. So if you're a musician, if you're a family man, if, if you've always wanted kids, if, if you want an incredible marriage, if you want a coaching practice, if you want that incredible business, if you want to own 10,000 doors, I don't care what the dream is. Dream it as big as you possibly can. And then don't let anybody tell you that you cannot. Do not let anybody tell you that you will not. Do not let anybody tell you that you should not. Keep taking one step toward your dreams every single day. Go the final percent every single day. The final percent is not about perfection because we're not perfect. But the final percent is giving it everything that you have. And if other people are telling you, ah, you're doing too much. Now you're doing too much for them. But all my entrepreneurs on here are going to know what I mean by this. You're doing too much for them, but low key inside, you're like, you thought that was too much. I feel like I'm not doing enough. I feel like I got so much more in the day. Oh, you thought that was a lot, man. I'm about to really piss you off because I am not stopping. I am going to a whole nother level. So go to that another level, go the final percent, have fun, love on each other, and don't fight with your haters. Don't fight with them. Just be like, man, I'm glad I got your attention, man. You... You might want to unfollow me because if I'm pissing you off right now, oh my goodness, you are going to be so mad at what's coming. Oh, I'm so sorry. It just is what it is. Be you unapologetically, live out loud, and love, love. We're not on the planet for very long. You might as well love and live, all right? Cool things with cool people. Thank you guys so much. Find